You're listening to Ask Dr. Jake. My name is Dr. Jake Tucker, owner and founder of Good Life Family Chiropractic. I am so blessed today uh, to come to you with another message of hope, health, and healing. And really, what I wanted to do today, I know uh, last week, and I've mentioned this on previous episodes uh, just over the last few days, but there was a there was a report that came out from the CDC, and it was commenting and analyzing a study that had been done, looking at all the death certificates from all the people that had died with COVID-19. And uh, what it did is it ended up dividing the the medical community because what what it showed is that only about 6% of the people that died with COVID-19 had just COVID-19 listed on their medical report. And so a lot of people came out and said, well, yeah, that's not the whole story, though, because when you have the flu and you die of the flu, most of the time you have a comorbidity anyways. And other people are like, no, 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 the, the, it shows that COVID-19 is not a dangerous thing. It's not something that you need to worry about because you only have 6% chance once you have it to actually die from it so long as you're healthy. And, uh, you know, both of those are, are polarizing opinions as far as COVID-19. And, and let me just say this before I get too deep into my analysis here, is I am not an expert on infectious disease, just like any other medical professional. I've had some training in immunology, in virology, in, in bacteriology, but no matter how much training you have in this, you have to understand that when you're studying health, the more you focus on sickness and disease, the more you get away from what it takes to actually be healthy. And so my focus as a chiropractor is on health and wellness. And so if you're going to be healthy, if you're going to be well, then that's the place that you need to start is what is health? This is what I have to teach every single one of my patients. In fact, Last week, before I left for the long Labor Day weekend, I had several patients come through for the very first time, whether it was from the radio show or from some of our Facebook marketing or as a referral, but each of them came in with different health problems and each of them had a comorbidity. So whether it's COVID-19 and cancer or COVID-19 and lung disease or back pain and cancer or back pain and heart disease, or back pain, and neck pain, and headaches. Those are all comorbidities. It's just simply the things that you're experiencing all at the same time. Now, that has almost nothing to do with you being healthy. The only thing that that tells us is that you're not, that you're not healthy. Because what health is, is not an absence or presence of a a diagnosable symptom or sickness or illness. Health is a state of 100% optimal function and healing. If you want to be healthy, you have to enable the ability of your body to heal and functioning at 100%. And that comes through five essentials. And so I sat down with John last week. John had come in from the radio show. He was dealing with a back issue that had been going on for years, but it was mostly underlying. Most Mostly he didn't feel it because 20, 30 years ago, someone gave him an injection and that injection did its job to cover up the symptom of the dysfunction. It didn't address the dysfunction. It addressed the symptom of the dysfunction, which was originally some low back pain. So he got the injection. It goes away. 20, 30 years later, he comes to my office because the pain is back. It's creating this radiating numbness, tingling, going down his leg, creating pain, creating dysfunction in his ability to urinate, creating dysfunction in his ability to have a bowel movement. It's keeping him from sleeping fully. And so, you know, someone might look at this and they might start to diagnose all those conditions. They might diagnose all those comorbidities. 
But what we do in this office is we look at cause and that cause comes from three basic places. And I label them the three T's, thoughts, traumas, toxins. So if you have a pen and paper, write this down right now. Start at the top, right? Ask Dr. Jake Wednesday, uh, September 9th, and then write down comorbidities. Then write one, two, three. Number one, thoughts. Thoughts is basically stress, emotional, uh, psychological stress. Emotional and psychological stress can absolutely create any symptom in your body. It disrupts the ability of your brain to process information. BJ Palmer, the founder of chiropractic, said the greatest interference to you healing is the stress that happens between your ears. If your thinking is wrong, if you're processing information wrong, it's going to disrupt the ability of your body to heal and function the whole way through. And so sometimes that starts with just redefining your perspective on health. If you understand that God created your body to heal and function, that your default state is health, that God made no mistakes when he created you, he just and he needs no help to heal you. He just needs no interference in that process. So the number one thing that interferes with your health is your thought life. Number two is traumas. Traumas, this is the biggest one that we can wrap our head around, right? Because if you break your arm, your hand's not going to function. Your hand and arm aren't going to function very well. Now, most of us aren't suffering from health problems because we had a huge trauma, although there are a lot of car accidents that I see out there that have never been to a car accident that you you walked away from a five or a 25 or a 75 mile car accident saying, oh, I was lucky. Yeah, I didn't have any symptoms right afterwards. Well, you can have ligament damage due to that trauma happen instantly that only slowly leads to the dysfunction that creates interference to the healing process. And when we're talking about health, the biggest trauma that you can have is to your central nervous system. Now, it doesn't have to be to the brain, right? The concussion would be a direct trauma, a direct physical trauma to the brain. But if it happens to the spine, it has just as big an impact as if it had happened to your brain. In fact, what we find with concussion patients, the patients that suffer, suffered a trauma in their brain, most of them had lost the curve in their neck. Your neck is supposed to be straight from the front with a 45 degree curve when we're looking at it from the side. When you lose that curve, it increases your risk drastically, it's strongly correlated in the research to have a decreased curve in your neck and have an increased likelihood of having a concussion, regardless of the type of trauma that initiates the, the concussion. So, you know, when, when you're looking at things that impact that, you know, it can simply be, you know, the sports that you played in high school, you know, you can be a runner and have that constant impact from the leaping and bounding that happens when you run. It can be from other things. Uh, it can be postural. Postural trauma is the most common. Why? Because most Americans, 85% of adults, sit for a minimum of six hours a day. Just sitting alone for that amount of time drastically reduces your life expectancy. Just sitting for an hour uninterrupted. If you're sitting in the car right now and you have an hour commute back and forth from Lincoln and Omaha, that reduces your life expectancy by the same amount as one cigarette smoked. In fact, it's actually a few minutes longer. It's 11 minutes for a single cigarette smoked, decreasing your life expectancy and 14 minutes for that hour of sitting without getting up and moving. And so it's really important that we move. And the reason why it's important that we move and the reason why we need to be actively looking for these traumas to our spine, things like car accidents, slips and falls, those need to be looked at by somebody who's designed to keep you healthy and well 
just as much, if not more so, than the postural traumas. Things like sitting for an hour, things like looking down on a smartphone or working on a laptop. Some of you, you changed positions during this COVID shutdown. You went from working in an office with an ergonomic workstation to working at home on a laptop where your head stuck forward, leaning into the screen, where your arms and shoulders are lifted and raised, and it's actually interfering with your central nervous system just because of your posture. Don't believe me? Everybody drop your chin to your chest. Look down and take a deep breath in. And then return to neutral, head back over top of your shoulders. Take another deep breath in. And just feel the amount of extra oxygen that comes in to your lungs just by sitting up. And you did nothing physical to restrict the amount of oxygen that you can take into your lungs. It was all neurological. The pressure on your nerves from the bad posture actually is what decreased your lung capacity. So you need to have good posture. The third T and write this down, is toxins. If you expose yourself to toxins, it will interfere with your body's ability to heal. It will create comorbidities and it will create an insufficiency in your central nervous system. Now, the good news, the good news with all of this is no matter what tea is interference with interfering with your health today, whether you're John and you have a bulging disc in your low back pressing on that nerve root, keeping you from being able to urinate normally, keeping you from being able to digest food normally, keeping you from being able to get up and down out of a chair normally, keeping you from being able to sleep normally, or you are dealing with headaches and neck pain and back pain, and you've got a comorbidity of heart disease, or you've got a comorbidity of cancer. These are lifestyle-induced dysfunctions. These are lifestyle-induced disorders. These are lifestyle-induced diseases. And we know from the research that over 95% of the time, these are lifestyle preventable, if not lifestyle reversible. And so if we want to get healthy, just like I told you, it starts by addressing the cause. With him, let's remove the interference from his central nervous system. That bulging disc is pressing up against the nerve root. Now, he got lucky. If you're watching on Facebook, facebook.com slash Jake, you can leave your questions and comments there. Make sure to like the video that's here. But I've got a chart up to my left, and it's shows an example of the nerve root. When you have a bulging disc, it presses up against the nerve root. Now, you have to get lucky. If this is going to create sciatica, you actually have to get lucky. Only 10% of the time will a pinched nerve create pain. If you have a bulging disc and it's pinching the nerve root, you have to either press up against the part that create creates pain or create enough tension against the nerve root that the part that does create pain is pressing against the bone. And that's very rare because the holes that the nerve root exit out of the spine from are much larger than the actual nerve root itself. So you either have to create that dysfunction by pressing against the pain part of the nerve root, which is less than 10% of that nerve root, or you have to go all the way through that nerve root. Now that creates dysfunction in two key areas. Number one can be movement. You can get weaker in one leg or one hand or one foot than in the other side. Some people end up with drop foot. Some people end up with just a little bit less strength on one side than the other. And that can come from hitting about 46% of that nerve root. It controls that motor function. The other 46% over to the other side, that controls autonomic function, which basically means organs, organ function, those tissues. The tissue control comes to the other 46%. So you can pinch up against that nerve root, not get sciatica, not get any change in muscle strength, but all of a sudden struggle with bowel or bladder, struggle with cart with vascular issues in that area or below that area of the spine. And so it's very important that we make sure that we're looking for 
dysfunction in the nervous system. That's where a chiropractor comes in. That's where I come in because we are trained to analyze the spine and make sure that there is no pressure or damage on your central nervous system, especially when you're dealing with those com comorbidities, not in lieu of your, your cardiovascular special, your cardiologist, not in lieu of your cancer specialist, not in lieu of your psychiatrist, but in conjunction with oftentimes. When we're able to address the central nervous system and make sure from a lifestyle perspective that you're healing and functioning at 100%, that is where health happens. When your central nervous system is healing and functioning at 100%, then your body's able to heal and function at 100%. And just like I told John, if we do the things that it takes to get you well, you can get well. If we don't do those things, you will continue to get more and more dysfunction through that central nervous system, leading to more sickness, more disease, more early death. And yes, there are things that you can do that just suppress the symptoms without creating more function. I'm here to help you have function. If you're here, you're listening to this, give us a call right now, 531-289-7100. And we can absolutely help you out just like we're able to help out, John. Again, 531-289-7100. I'll see you again tomorrow for another episode of Ask